0: hey everyone this is chelsea van buskirk with the heart af podcast hope everyone is doing well this episode is for all the mamas out there who deal with a-holes that feel it's necessary to make comments about our parenting slash our self-care as if it's any of their business And it's like this power trip some people like to have that they want to talk down to you or make certain comments that really make you question yourself. They are laying on the guilt. And the thing is, as parents, as moms, we already have our own guilt that we're trying to navigate through, that we're trying to work through. And it's so hard to go out there and be a mom and trust your gut when you're bombarded with all kinds of people either on social media or even face-to-face interactions or things we see on tv and in television shows there's a bombardment of all this information on like how a mom should be what we shouldn't be doing rules are always changing i mean there's so much stuff that goes on Everybody has an opinion on how you should parent your child or what you should and shouldn't do and what's too much and what's not enough and all the things that it is very overwhelming to trust your gut and listen to your intuition about your own parenting choices. And especially when it comes to self care and taking care of yourself as a mother, we are always, I feel like, striving to be doing everything and making sure we've got all the things taken care of for our kids. And, you know, it's hard to manage a hundred percent all the time, just everything that revolves around our kids. Like we've got school pickups and drop-offs. We've got after school activities. We have school activities. We have things that we're supposed to volunteer and bring at the school. And there's always people like needing things and we're always feeling like we should be the ones that are volunteering at the school. And there's pressure from different clubs and groups at the school to like have you participate and you know, we need to raise money for this and that, and we need your help on top of just all the other expectations and whatever else you got going on in your life, right? Like it just stacks up, it adds up. And there's a lot of pressure and a lot of stress surrounding all these different kind of layers of parenthood and being a mom. And I've had just in the last week, multiple conversations with other moms where this is just making me sick and we have to have an episode about this. So let me just bring you to what came into my field of vision about this thing. So I have a three-year-old and he's potty training. We did really well over the summer. He was just being a rock star. I thought we were solid. So school starts this fall and it's like he's had complete regression, doesn't really care anymore. It doesn't matter if he's at school or at home. It, it's just kind of hit or miss. Like either he'll tell us he has to go or he just goes in his pants. Like he really doesn't care. So I'm working with his teachers. Like we're trying to figure out solutions to help him get back on track and get the hang of it. And, you know, obviously as a mom of three, this is my youngest, he's my third. So I'm much more relaxed. So in my head, I'm like, eventually it's gonna happen. I'm not stressed too much about it because I know eventually he's gonna get it. Like we're gonna get there, it's fine. But there are people that have strong opinions and want to make them known to you. And so a recent interaction at school last week was my son told me he had to go to the bathroom and we were at school and we were getting checked in. And so I let him lead and he went to the bathroom and I stood outside the door and I let him take the initiative and do all the bathroom things. Because I do know that that's one of the things I struggle with is since he is my baby, I do like to step in and do a lot for him. And so one of the things that I've tried to check myself on is letting him do more things for himself, like allowing him that space to figure out how to up his pants himself. Because at school, that's the expectation that he he's going to be able to use the restroom himself. So I need to make sure that at home, I'm also letting him do these little, you know, seemingly small tasks by himself and not stepping in, even though I can do it faster. Right. So at school, he does his business. He pulls up his own pants. He gets the stool and he moves it to the sink. He washes his hands, dries them, throws his paper towel in the trash, turns off the light and shuts the door. I'm like, yeah, buddy, like super excited for him, super proud. And we walk into the classroom and his normal teachers weren't there. One of the admins was stepping in to fill in for the teachers who was out having a meeting at the front or something. And so this woman already I don't like because she's a guilt tripper, which is what this episode's called. She's a guilt tripper. She likes to make you feel bad about your parenting because she's high and mighty and she's a much older woman. Like she's obviously grew up in a time where things were quite different. She doesn't have a filter. She's very crass with her comments to you. So already. I'm kind of walking into this situation, but we walk into the room and my son is super excited. Like, I just went to the bathroom, you know, and the teacher immediately, or I shouldn't even call her teacher because she's not, she, and she shouldn't be because she's not good with young children, but she's the admin who was in the room just briefly until the teachers came back. So her first comment to my son is, "Um, well, I expect that you did. Like just very like curt to the point. And then my son again is like, no, I went to the bathroom. And she's like, if you have to go to the bathroom, then you need to get out. You need to get out and go use the bathroom right now. Then you better do that. And just very curt. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I said, no. And he's trying to tell you that he just went to the bathroom. Like, we're really excited because he just went to the bathroom. And she, again, was like, well, he should have gone. Just totally not encouraging. Just, well, he should be using the bathroom because, like, why is he not? Like, he should be old enough to use it. You know, just completely not encouraging. And I could give her the benefit of the doubt. Like, maybe she doesn't know that he's been struggling. But I saw another mom was in the room during this interaction and we ended up talking afterwards. And this mom is like in tears because she is also struggling with her son who's the same exact age as my son. They're both a little over three and they're struggling with potty training him. And you can tell it's a sore subject because she feels like she's failing as a parent. And apparently this same lady who made that crass comment to me has made repetitive crass comments to her over the summer. Like basically saying your son needs to be potty trained. Really digging it into her and she's trying her best she works full-time she's trying her best she's talking with her pediatrician like she's doing all these things and you can tell that it's something she is super worried about super stressed she's feeling like a failure as a mother and you know, and I'm talking to her, and I'm like, "No, you're okay." And she was like, "I saw that interaction, and one, like, I feel bad because it made me feel better. At least it, I'm not the one that's getting totally singled out." But at the same time, like, it sucks that woman is talking to us this way. And she was like, "I was about to call my mom and and let her know this is what's going on." So, anyways, we had this lengthy d- discussion, and I could see the pain in her eyes. I could see the tears. Like, she's obviously struggling, and she's had multiple comments. She confided in me about how she's even gotten notes from this same lady, who's not even the teacher, just an admin who wants to give her opinion, writing her notes saying you can't be feeding your kid the same lunch every day. He needs more variety and stuff. And and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, give me a fucking break. Like, out of all the things I'm doing, you're gonna critique the lunches I'm packing? Like, first of all, toddlers are hard enough to get them to eat, right? Like, they're picky as fuck. Like, you feed them what they'll eat, right? It's just irritates me that people have this need to put down another mom or make them feel bad about the way that they're doing things when they're obviously doing their best. And let me tell you coming from my growing up and having a mom as an addict like at least us parents were there for our kids, they've got a roof over their heads, they're being fed, right? Like they have food, they have a loving home, and they have some a stable home. So, you know, their needs are being met. Like I don't need to be critiqued about what I'm feeding my child if my child is eating, that's great, right? If they've got food on their plate that I can feed them, that is a win. That is a success. And I was telling her too, it's like, you know, we do all the things as women, as moms, as caretakers, right? Like we might have another outside job that we have responsibilities and things that we have to show up for in that space. And then we had the space of getting groceries and meal planning and then prepping the meals and lunches and snacks and a lot of scenarios. So there's all these things that we're taking on and it's like you don't get that level of recognition when you're doing these day-to-day things. Like it's just almost this expectation and it sucks not getting recognized. Like I feel lucky and blessed that my husband ever since we've been married, he always like without fail every time I make dinner and it is served, he always always says Thank you for dinner. Every night, every night that I bring dinner to the table, he always thanks me. And that is something that I really, really appreciate because I do need to know that I'm doing a good job. Honestly, what I really want is a standing ovation from the whole family and for them to always eat what I prepare for them because, you know, I think that's what I deserve. Um, that doesn't happen. I know I'm not the only one where you slave all day to make food that your kids won't eat. Like I've got the youngest in the middle, they're pretty picky eaters, but my oldest, she eats whatever. So I love her. She's amazing. I love them all, but you know what I mean? It's always just frustrating when you spend all this time and effort putting a meal together and then you have children that don't want to eat it. It sucks. Anyway, I'm just getting at people make these comments and make you feel bad when already you internally already have these insecurities about our parent. I mean, I don't know one parent I've ever talked to that does not have insecurities about their level of parenting, right? Like you're always questioning everything, always. And so when you have these negative comments and these people that are, feels like they're attacking you, like they're on their high horse telling you that you should be doing better, like that's not constructive. That is not helping. That is not supportive. And there's all kinds of like moms groups that I see it happen all the time, like on the forums, on Facebook groups. And sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, like Any mom who asks a question, like you better be ready because you never know if that question is going to be met with like a delicate, here, let me help you out and give you a solution. Or if you're going to be ripped to shreds by some other high and mighty person that is just like, how can you be asking this question? And it's just like, oh my gosh, people need to chill the fuck out. So I'm going to offer you a solution, right? This is how we get over these guilt trippers. Oh, wait, let me share one other one because I, again, I just like to have conversations with people because I'm a friendly person. I like to talk. So I was getting a service done earlier last week, and we were talking about my book. So we're talking about mom and caregiving and responsibilities. She's a working mom. She's a single working mom. She co-parents with the father of her child, but they are, you know, split. Seems like they have a pretty healthy thing going on. She's got a nanny that helps with her child. Her child goes to school, but she has a nanny come in. And so she was talking to me that she has a yoga class she likes to go to because that's the one place she can go where she can actually quiet her mind. And I said, girl, I'm the same way. Like learning how to meditate and stuff was super hard for me to do. And it's still to this day, like I can really only have a good meditation or quiet time when it's being led by somebody or I'm in a space like a yoga class where I can detach and be in an environment that's conducive to slowing down, like shutting the brain off and really focusing on that mind-body connection and my breathing. Like I need to be led and and that's how I do that the best. Like, it's very hard for me to do that by myself. Like, I try. It's okay. But my mind is usually a million miles a minute with all the things I have to do. It's really hard for me to quiet that down. So I was relating to her where she was telling me that that yoga class was something that was super needed for her to be able to find that space to ground and to regather your patience. Like, when you're so go, go, go you know, managing your work and your life, like all of the things that we try to do, we're usually overextended. So having something like a yoga class is something that's super needed and super valuable to help you slow down and really check in with yourself and your body and give yourself that space to like relax and be grounded and find that connection. And it gives you like a renewing energy, right? So it's something that's super needed. I totally related with her on that. So she's telling me, that the nanny had come and she was telling the nanny that she was going to yoga class. And the nanny had responded, like, Oh, so you're not going to work. You're just gonna go take a yoga class. And the mom was like, No, I am going to work. I'm just going to the yoga class first. And she said that she was in the car all of a sudden sweating it, like, oh my gosh, should I not be doing this yoga class? Should I be staying at home longer? And, and then she totally started questioning and p- picking herself apart, like thinking that she was being such a bad mom for taking this yoga class, like, you know having the nanny there for her to go to this yoga class before work, like she was questioning that and doubting herself and feeling guilty like she was being a bad mom by taking care of herself. And she said that she did have a conversation with a friend in the car who put her in check and let her know like, no, you need to take care of herself. And I helped echo that with my conversation with her. And it is what I want to echo with you, my audience, is that it is not selfish to take care of yourself. Because how can you show up as your best self? How can you show up and be the best version of yourself for your kids if you're not taking care of yourself first? Because when you start overextending yourself and you're not making that time to take care of yourself, when your needs are not being met and you're falling apart, that's when your patience is thin. That's when you grow resentful. That's when you get bitter. That's when you start like snapping at your kids unnecessarily. Like, your kids deserve to have a happy, joyful mother. They deserve that. You deserve that. You deserve to take care of yourself. You are entitled to take care of yourself. And so I'm so sick of the messages and the mixed signals that are getting thrown around saying you're selfish for taking care of yourself. If you're taking time away from your kids to take care of yourself, that is not selfish. That is self-care. That is how you show up as your best self for your kids. So you can be a better parent and you can be more available and be the best version of yourself for your kids. It's something you're teaching your kids how to take care of themselves. You're being that example. If you're just running yourself ragged, you're teaching your kids like that's what their future is to run themselves ragged, to never take care of themselves. That's what you're teaching them. So it is not selfish to take care of yourself. This is my suggestion for when we get fed these negative things, like whether it's these old women who like are stuck in their old ancient ways of parenting, whatnot, Anybody that wants to make you feel guilty that you're supposed to sacrifice yourself, your family comes first and everything. I'm not saying that you're not putting your family first. You are putting your family first when you're taking care of yourself, because how can you take care of your family if you're not taking care of yourself? Okay, so here's my solutions because I had to make notes on my phone for you. listening to this book, Excuses Be Gone by Wayne Dyer. I think I've talked, I've mentioned him. He is my greatest spiritual teacher. Through a mediumship reading I had years ago was when he was first brought into my awareness. Like I literally got a message from Spirit that was like, Chelsea, you need to read this book. And the first book I read of his was The Power of Intention. So definitely a recommendation for you out there if you're listening, Power of Intention. Amazing book. Please, please read it. It's amazing. So anyway, led me down to a whole rabbit hole of Wayne Dyer talks and books. I probably listened to most of his stuff. But circling back to what I'm trying to say is that from this book, Excuses Be Gone, he talks about holding a vision of yourself and like really holding on tight to it and holding on to the fact that we are entitled to be respected, loved, happy, to feel fulfilled and prosperous to exercise and to enjoy all the moments of life, that, that is the vision you need to hold within yourself. And you need to hold on to that strongly, that you are worthy of all those things and don't let that go. And we will be given negative things that come and try to challenge that vision we have of ourselves, right? Like challenging that we're worthy enough to take time to exercise and take care of ourselves or that we're entitled to be fulfilled. There's a quote that Dr. Dyer brings in. That's a quote from Lao Tzu that says, in order to eliminate the negative influences, simply ignore them. Very simple statement, right? And it's beautiful because it really is that simple. So when the nanny makes her little comment, you just like, kind of okay, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about and go on with your day, right? You you ignore it in the situation where that lady said something at the school, I actually did say something to the director at the school. I did make a comment because I feel like she needs to be put in check a a bit and not be around young kids because she obviously does not have the patience and does not have that teacher mindset where you're meant to encourage children. So I did make a statement about her comments because I saw how it was affecting this other mom too. And luckily they do record videos in all the classrooms. So they were able to go back to that interaction I had that morning where she, made the comment about my son's potty training that was like not very encouraging. So it sounds like a minimal thing. And I do feel like a, a whistleblower in, in some ways, but also there were some other instances with this lady that she she just needs to be in check. She just, if she's the admin, she needs to stay in admin and not be in the classroom. And I just made that known that I don't feel comfortable with her being a leader in one of the classrooms my son is in. Anyway, I think that might be a separate solution, but it is something like where I'm sticking up for what I think, which is a big step for me, honestly. Like I come from being like a classic people pleaser. It's hard for me to speak up for myself or um, say things. And I hate confrontation. I hate it. It was super uncomfortable when I had this discussion with the directors about this situation, but I am glad that I did say something because like I said, talking to that other mother, seeing the pain And her. It just really, it bothered me too much. I could not not say something. And so the message I want to present to you is really just holding on to that vision of yourself and also building up that self-worth and knowing that you have got to take care of yourself and stay strong in your belief and knowing that you don't let these negative comments guilt trip you. You need to let these people, if they have these comments or these things, like the people online that might be saying some shit and making you feel guilty and questioning your parenting, I want you to ask yourself this. Am I loving my child? Am I taking care of myself so I can be the best version of myself for my child? Am I setting a good example for my child and showing them what it means to take care of myself? Am I providing a stable home for my child? Am I there when my child needs me? Like, those are the questions you need to be asking yourself, not am I feeding my kid like a variety of different meals every single day that are fully organic and homemade? Like, okay, if you can do that, that is amazing. But also do the best you can. If you're feeding your child, that's what matters. It goes back to like the same controversy over breastfeeding or formula fed babies. Like the babies are getting fed. That's what matters, right? So if you can breastfeed, that's great. And if you, if you have trouble, you can't, or you don't want to, that's okay too. As long as you're feeding your baby, right? That's what matters. So fuck everybody else that tries to give you their opinion. If you are loving your child, you're doing your best. You're showing up every day and realizing that you do deserve to take care of yourself. You do deserve to have that and holding on to that vision of yourself and not letting anything come in the way of that, growing in your confidence and knowing so you don't be swayed, so you don't doubt yourself. I just think it's so important because like I said, I know when I talk to that woman, like both of these women in these conversations, like you can hear the pain and that guilt that they were feeling and it sucks. And I just want to open... Your eyes, like if you have felt that guilt, have felt so bad about yourself, about your parenting, like really dig deep and realize what really matters and ask those questions I stated a little bit ago. You know, if you are showing up every day and doing your best, if you are setting a good example for your children by showing them what it means to take care of yourself, by setting boundaries for yourself, by showing up as your best self and just showing them love and reminding your child that you're there for them, like being there for your child, like spending time with your child. That's what matters over having a perfectly clean home, right? Like we get so caught up on these things that we have to do and keeping up appearances. And it's like, that's not what really matters to a child. Like they just want to spend time with you. They want to feel heard and seen, just like we want to feel heard and seen. And we want the round of applause and standing ovation when we come to the dinner table with dinner mate, right? Like that's it. It's so simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. We don't need to take on all this negativity. We can, you know, simple as Lao Tzu says, just ignore it. There is something to be said about putting those blockers on and ignoring the bullshit that people want to try to tell you and staying secure and knowing that you are doing your best and that you are a damn good mom. So say peace out to all those guilt trippers. them to sit the F down, mind their business, We got this. This episode was for all my moms. Know that I love you. I support you. I am here for you. Reach out for anything, any comments about this, any stories that you might have of when people may have tried to guilt trip you on some of the things that you're doing. And just know that you are so deserving, so deserving of having everything you want, of feeling fulfilled, of being happy, of living joyfully. Like, you deserve that. That is your God-given right. You deserve that just by being here. There's nothing you have to do. You deserve that. It's nothing you have to earn. That's just your God-given right to live a joyful life, okay? You can find me on Facebook or Instagram at Chelsea.VanBuskirk, or you can visit me on my website, ChelseaBambuskirk.com. You can use the contact me form on there. Reach out. Let me know what's up, how you doing, how you living, and I'll see you guys next week. Peace!